Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys, that's Josh. Oh wait, sorry, went the wrong way. Uh, there's Wells. Hi, there's Wells. There's Josh. Yeah, Jeff. there's me. Wait, there's Josh. Hey, it's Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man's. Spider Man's. Spider Man's. Uh, I don't know what the fuck to talk about. Four music stops. You know my rules, so we gotta talk about something. <laughs> we gotta talk about something. I got nothing to talk about though. That, that's like a real problem. Oh, you know, so it was Let's interesting, see. though. Uh, I shouldn't say yesterday. A couple weeks ago, I went out and uh, went to Kits. And, like, I still am kind of, like, riding a little bit of a high from actually, like, being out and having adult conversation with people other than my family. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It just, you know. No, like, no, no, like no. It, I, I totally It was, like, it. a like, good, healthy. It was good and healthy. Is, right? Like, it's difficult, I think. For me anymore, because now I've become such a homebody, like I don't like to go out. It's such a hassle because everything is so, I don't want to say so far away, but I mean, you know. For you, it is. It's a bit of a haul. You know, to get to Kits, it's 35 minutes driving. To get to Noda, it's 35 minutes driving. Jeez. The places around me, I'm not interested in going to. No? Otherwise, I'm going to a sports bar, which, you know. With questionable taps and. Yeah, like yeah. I, I was like, oh, well, let me have a higher ground. Surely that's fresh. <sighs> wasn't no. made me sad. Reminds me of a Sam Kennison bit from years ago about like move where the food is, but instead you're exactly what you're talking about. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna scream it at him. Yeah, though. but but like, didn't he die of a heart attack from probably? Yeah. So well, his was from cocaine. So you know. That's I, I, not food. He didn't say move where the cocaine is. Yeah, but like I feel like your heart might be doing a little better if you're. I mean, like here I am. Like like I'm I'm one to talk here with my right, God, dad bod. I mean, yeah, that's right. That's right. Don't you quit looking at me like that, Josh? Dude, I'm serious. Quit looking at now. Stop touching. No. Me. All right. Hands out of pants, Josh. Hands out of pants. No. How no, no, rude no, no, of you? No. Oh my gosh, so rude. So rude. where are you putting that microphone? <clears throat> All right. I know. You know. You know. Josh, come on. Oh, hey, You know, you make yeah. us you make us talk. This is what you're going to get. Josh is like, man, or sorry, I guess Jeff was getting a little too excited about talking about uh, having conversations with other adults. He, well, and I mean, yeah, I, I well, was actually trying to make a point until you got all weird on me. Yeah, I'm the one I, that got weird. As okay. antisocial and awkward as I am around people at this point, like. I seriously almost texted the two of you on Saturday and said, can we just go somewhere and stand six feet apart and drink a beer? Yeah, please. We, you know, like, I, I need to get the fuck out of this house. We, well, and, and so I I like to consider myself focused on efficiency. Yeah. But like efficiency is kind of born out of laziness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I'm always looking for like the quicker, easier, faster, less effort way to do pretty much everything. And it's, right. it's, it's what I focus on. Let's make it efficient. Let's make it, you know, less resistance. And what I find is like, yes, I could, um, I could go out or I could stay home. Yeah. And I've got everything I need at home. So, so why go out? Yeah. But like I said, going out and just, being out and having like an hour long conversation Adult with, someone, time. With, with with somebody other than my family. We, yeah. I love my family, but I, a change of pace. Like like Cheryl Crow said, a change will do you good, Josh. Yeah. No, we I should, know. We like, should definitely look into doing that. It, because, you know, I stopped and thought about it today on the text thread that we were in. And I'm like, I literally have been running the, I, I have been living 
what was the the Tom Cruise movie that they've renamed five times? What did they call that movie? The the sci fi Groundhog movie. Day uh, after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow. Yeah, day after tomorrow. Yeah, they Groundhog renamed day. it. Do what? They, well, renamed, they renamed it, it like multiple so times. times. Really? Yeah. yeah. I must yeah. have missed it, that. It didn't get like enough traction, so it was at the theater, and they just like gave it a new name. Yeah, they changed the name of it. I'll have to look into that. No, I, no. But, the sad but, part is, I actually enjoy that movie a lot. Yeah, it's not a bad movie, no. but. Yeah, they. I love time it. loop movies anyway. So yeah. Like, so anyways, I, I feel like I'm in a time loop because it's literally I go to the same stores yep. every week and that's it. Yep. That is all I do, and then I work for eight hours, and it's just like it just it got to me. This the weekend. only thing that really changes for me on a daily basis is what kind of content I'm consuming at night. You know. Yeah. And am like, I, am uh, I, am I, am I edge wa- of tomorrow, not day after tomorrow. Edge, edge of tomorrow. Of tomorrow okay. Yes. But like you know, are, are we watching? Uh, we started Sherlock. Okay, that that's been fun. Uh, Ted Lasso. Have you seen Ted Lasso? No, I've heard it's good, but oh man, like I can, I got two more episodes left, so I'm waiting for the big crushing like finale. But every time I'm watching that show, I just got this big smile on my face. I just I, I I've love heard it's it. good. So believe it's, it or not, and I don't know if Wells will be shocked. I think Jeff will when I, I admit this. I have never seen. More than probably fifteen episodes total of Seinfeld my entire life. Okay, I you know like I get it. It it had it was such a big deal, and you're a couple years behind me. Yeah, and so like I'm I missed the first couple of years and only really got into it because everybody was watching it, and I've gone back and watched it through it a couple of times. But like well, I totally understand. So so that's like is, me and Sopranos. I missed yeah. out on Sopranos, and now it's just kind of like. Eh. So that that has been my actual quarantine goal is to actually make it through that series because I love Curb Your Enthusiasm, one yeah. of my favorite TV shows oh, yeah. of all time. And the fact that I'd barely seen 15 Seinfeld episodes, I'm like, all right, I need to go back and actually kind of see where the ground, the ground, the basic groundwork yeah. came for the Curb. I've got Se- Seinfeld's great for the side characters. Yeah. You know, it's like the show that, you know, is named after a guy who is your least favorite episode after episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm really. We're only like halfway through season. Th- excuse me, season three. And I do you even vape, bro? No, I don't. <laughs> only halfway through season three, and I already see that. I'm like, I really don't like him. Oh character. yeah, no, he's terrible. He's a terrible. Fucking he's terrible person. and annoying and whiny. And, and of course, you could play all the games of like this episode would have been two minutes long if they, if had, they cell had cell phones. phone. Yeah, yeah. I kind of had to stop doing that because yeah. I kept looking over at the wife, going, you know, if they had a cell phone, she's like, shut up. Just enjoy it. The whole gimmick is there because of the time when they didn't have, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It makes you just want to remake it. It would be a season long. Yeah. Because they all have cell phones. Yeah. Oh, cell phone. Okay. Problem solved. Bye. We're done. You can run through like six episodes in one 30-minute sitting. And I, and I feel like <clears throat> it isn't until uh, third, fourth, fifth season where they really start getting good at doing the, the thing where they've got two or three plot lines going at once that all kind of cross paths with each other towards the end and it's just like the jokes pay off so much better as the show gets some legs under it yeah and, uh, well it's just like a lot of tv shows but you're I, right i do need to watch some ted lasso because i've heard a lot about it the the more they write and perform the better they are at it really I yeah know, just crazy. like game of thrones they got best at the <laughs> last <laughs> year <laughs> Shit. got him <laughs> Ooh, buddy. Never even seen the series. Yeah, don't bother. Again, another one of those, just I'm like... Yeah, don't bother anymore. You know, like I had the first five seasons on social media, or like on physical media. Yeah. Like, Blu-ray everything, and season eight ends, and I just like 
pick them up and take them outside and throw them away. It's like, I'm not even going to try to rehome you. I'm not going to give you to a friend. Yeah. Fuck you. First five seasons, like, I never want to see you again. Yeah, never want to watch you again. Which is always the danger. And, you know, Seinfeld kind of runs into that, too. Like, the finale is notoriously bad. Is it? Yeah, it, it is. But, like... It goes to a black screen? No, not that bad. I mean, to me, like... I, you don't see water bottles on the set? <laughs> no. Or coffee cups. Okay. All right. Good. But like, what, okay. Okay. So since we're killing time, what, what's your favorite uh, series finale? Hmm. I'll hmm. let you both think. Uh, for me, it's Parks and Rec. Yeah. I was going to say so, that. Well, believe it or not, my favorite, honestly, has to be The Office. The wedding yeah. finale. And Michael shows up at the end. And all he says is that's what she said. And chef's kiss. Sure. I You're a big that. office homer, and that's yes. Fine. Yeah, I like am. I get. It. Yeah, that's a, nothing wrong with that at all. Wells, you got a I favorite? really enjoyed Lost. I love how they took all those missing threads from seasons previous I and tied it up in the one cohesive, coherent package. I'm gonna cut this <laughs> fucking. <laughs> I'm not even gonna shove this sideways up your ass. I'm gonna cut your jugular. <laughs> that's two episodes in a row with Josh and the jugular. It's like a Roald Dahl. No, film, seriously, but... like. Not trolley answer. What is your favorite? Oh, God. I don't really... Uh, I mean, hate me for this, but like maybe Battlestar Galactica? Yeah, that was good. Like, it was a pretty polarizing ending, but I yeah. I liked it just hey. because it was neat and polarizing. I, but it's like I finished it right after I finished Lost, so it was like... Anything would be good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is how you end a TV show. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. I get it now. So, like, you know, I'm re-watching through it, Battlestar now. Like, I'm just about to start season four, or the last season, I guess. And uh, so, we'll see if it holds up. Curious. You know what also holds up? What's that? Old breweries. Sometimes. Oh, well, no. not so much Natty Greens. <laughs> well, Wait, that yeah. was last show. Sorry. Yeah, that was last show. Uh, this is not... Natty Greens. This is a Colorado brewery that is yeah. turning out or turning thirty. Um, but isn't Breckenridge owned by AB InBev? Yes, yes. So, are we really giving Breckenridge any credit here at all? No. Okay. But cool story, bro. Glad we. We're really about. short on news stories, so I had to pull what I. It was either that or I was going to ask you guys weird topic questions. How about that? Weird topic questions. Yeah, like I found a bunch of shit on Reddit that would have been fun to ask, like on the beer, not just. Reddit in general, on the beer thing. Yeah, nothing could go wrong here. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Am oh, I the asshole?" Could, yes, you are, Josh. This could be the a fun topic. Yes. This could be a fun topic. And then I found three stories. I was like, "Ah, fuck it." We'll talk about this one. It's still cool. Breckenridge Jess is owned by Abe and Bev. But if you're thirty, they're turning thirty. You can go and you can get a free beer. Woo! Hey, cool. You can go get an Abe and Bev beer for free. Cause. That is kind of how I like to get my AB InBev beers. If I'm going to have to have them, I don't want to pay for it. Right. All right. right. So as, as is tradition on the show, I think a good beer hunt, uh, hunting should actually like pay us at this point for driving clicks. We, there's, well, there's, their we are allegedly driving clicks. We put links on our site that go to their stuff. Crapbeercast.com if you're interested. Yes. But um, I don't. I'm not sure anybody actually clicks on it. We Oh, dang. Uh, I was looking at the dashboard. I, I got an email from Google. It was like the insights and stuff like that. And uh, some really interesting, like, around the world listeners that we have. Oh, really? I mean, they got like a couple in 
the UK, like uh, maybe one or two in England and then like another one in Ireland, hmm. you know, like super cool. Um, nice. Yeah. A couple in Europe. And I'm just like, huh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. We're bigger than with that. Somebody must be using a VPN. That was my first thought, actually. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go and get that Danish porn, right? Yeah, that's right. So we talked about McKellar why, two shows ago. Yeah. That they were kind of growing up and they were hiring an outside CEO. I didn't know that they had a brew pub built inside of City Field, which is where the Mets play. But it is now no longer there. They have shuttered it. Oh, but it gets weirder. Yes, please. Go on. Well, there's just a whole lot of questions as to who actually owns it. I mean, you mean I get like it. not McKellar? Like, wouldn't is McKellar not the owner? Yeah, but the people that are deciding to close that isn't like, oh, then it spilled over on the Twitter, and I was like, kind of, you know, paying attention at that point. It was like fake news, and it's like, dude, this is like verified information. Like, what are you talking about? So. So at least kind of the, the long and short of this is it looks like the Mets are selling their team. The owner of the Mets had some stake in the McKellar NYC version of McKellar because remember McKellar moved out to San Diego not too long ago. So that's kind of why some of this is coming into question because right. he's selling the team. He has part you know stake in City Field and all that other stuff. So does he now own the Sprue Pub? Does McKellar own it? And McKellar's like, well, we're just going to shut the doors before this gets crazy. And now nobody. You're really asking too knows. many questions. We're shutting down. Yeah. Nothing to see here. Move along. Move along. Move along. Nothing to see here. That's so. Yeah. It's it's. There's some weirdness going on here that I couldn't quite figure out to be honest. But oh. Maybe this is why McKellar hired a new CEO to kind of like save. McKellar yeah. from right, this shit, right from himself, a little bit more. I just—it's—it's got to be really hard to be a, a brew pub located in City Field or any such arrangement where you know people just aren't coming to live sporting events right now. Uh, at least not in the numbers that they need, probably to stay in business. So, one hundred percent, it makes. You know, this is comes as no surprise that they're going to shut down either temporarily or forever. Yeah. Um, you know, why why try to eke out a living? It might be just easier to. Well, I mean, not only that, but <clears throat> let's face it. Like, let's pretend that the three of us opened a brew pub inside Bank of America Stadium. You're only technically working at what, maybe six hours a week. Well, I mean, six six times a year. You're right. Like. Now, That's baseball, a huge uh, no, financial risk. Sure, now, baseball but, but like, is a little you different. You got to remember yes. that, you know, normal baseball season they pay they play 3827 games. Yes, they do. I, <sighs> but I mean, still even then, that's still got to be a risk that Yeah. I couldn't imagine like like I could see a big a big brewery having a presence at a ballpark baseball not anything else, really. Yeah, not not like NBA but or like, NFL. Because you'd have enough traffic, I think, through baseball, but still, man, you're really limiting your reach. It just... I can't imagine a little guy like... I shouldn't say a little guy, but I mean like a 
medium to small brewery like McKellar really being successful. Yeah, with 16 or 24 locations in 16 countries. Is it really that big? Look at it. Jesus Christ, what happened? Well, it's like little outposts. I think how many of those are them. still open? <laughs> I don't know. Well, and how many, you know, like, are those pop-ups? Like, I, I know they've come into, like, Portland and done a pop-up. Ooh, you know. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it just... Okay, maybe... So, now, so now, like... All right, all of a sudden, now the McKellar CEO hire makes so much more sense. Yeah. What you doing over there? We're There's... bleeding money, but we don't know why. Can you come fix us, please? <laughs> right. And he's like, the hell, yeah. you guys. Uh, what are you doing here, bro? So I, you know we have said this a thousand times. There are, are brewers that are great at brewing. They are not smart at business. Yeah. No, and I'm starting to wonder if that's McKellar's problem. Might be able to make a decent beer once in a while, but doesn't know what the fuck is going on business wise. Right. It is interesting to see these you know previous uh, like nomadic breweries that just brewed here, contract brewed there, contract brewed there. You know, suddenly start. Uh, opening these outposts. I mean, McKellar's done it. Evil Twin has uh, a couple of locations here and there. Um, you know, when you've kind of made your name on not being tied down to a specific place, but suddenly you're putting your name in two dozen places around the world, it's, it's like, what's your strategy? Everything. The answer is yes. My strategy is yes. Yeah, throw it. <clears throat> throw something into the wall and see what sticks. Clearly nothing. Yeah. Well, clearly not City Field, at least. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. I want you to look at the picture that I have I don't want it. on the screen and explain to the listeners what you think you're looking at. So it looks to me like it's a 15-pack of Heineken, but it's got these extra three cans. Okay, so... All right, so it's a 12-pack it's a of Heineken... With three extra cans of a non-alcoholic, non-alcoholic Heineken. Okay. You know, it occurs to me this is not a terrible idea. It's not, but what do you think most people saw when they looked at this? Oh, 15 Heinekens. That were? R- regular. Oh, you think they? No, I know. You think they saw that as a 15-pack of... Zero percent beer. Yes. Oof. Okay. Yeah. A First bunch off, of, reading a, reading is hard. A bunch of people that have you know decided for whatever reason they want to drink <sighs> non-alcoholic beer bought this and complained to Heineken. You know what? No, no bullshit. They did. No. No. Okay. They did. No. 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 I. I. I will. Uh, I. I will uh, uh, admit or or uh, I will allow that they complained. They of course knew, they did. They they knew what they were buying. You I would argue at, that, yes, they did. At no point did I look at this and say, oh, well, this is clearly, like, it says right there, 12, 12 ounce cans, and then three in the blue, and the blue one is the 0%. Like, at no point did I look at this, and, it, and in fact, at first I thought, well, maybe it was 15 regular Heinekens and then three alcohol-free Instead of it being twelve and three, but it even there's even a little diagram right there, that, you know, twelve mm, and three. There. Like this is a I, multi-pack of. Oh, there's like, a sticker on there that tells you. Yeah, yeah. Now I am curious 
Jeff, because you did say at the beginning before we kind of got into this, you said this is a good idea. Why is that a good idea? So, a couple reasons. Um, this is something that you could take to uh, a gathering. And if you've got somebody that's being responsible and being the driver, like now you've got something for them. It also introduces people to what their alcohol-free beer tastes like. I can't tell you the last time I tried an alcohol-free beer. I can't because why that. would I? Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to go and spend, you know, even $5 for a six-pack of alcohol-free beer. Which why is w- still not alcohol-free, by the way. For sure. But, you know. But I mean, you know, like, am I interested in trying this? Sure. I, I mean, I'm not a Heineken purchaser, so there's that. But... This, I mean, you know, it's not a terrible idea. No, it's not. And then a bunch of people that... Have, well, there's always got to be some asshole that ruins it for everybody. Right. And that that was kind of where I... the I shouldn't say funny, but the stupid part of this story came in is that a bunch of people contacted Heineken because they all thought they were buying 15, a 15-pack 15 of zero beer. And they were so, mad at Heineken because they had broken their sobriety. If... If, okay, so so first off, uh, uh, actually, second off, bullshit again. Okay, if if you're going and you're buying Heineken and you're concerned about your sobriety, you're going to read the package more closely. I would assume so. Um, yes, your uh, um, you've had someone close to you in your life, Josh, that uh, could not consume gluten. Now, did they ever buy a box of crackers and then be like, oh, dang, this has got gluten. I'm so angry. Arr! I broke my, you know, like now I've gotten you know, ill because I've eaten this gluten. Arr! No, they pay close fucking attention because it's important to them. Yes. For the people that are out there recovering from alcoholism, uh, Godspeed, all the power to you in the world. But I would bet that you're willing or that if you're going... <laughs> If you're struggling and you're buying alcohol-free beer, you're probably going to be extra careful with it. I think I this hope. is a sham. This is one of those things where somebody said, ah, it's reasonable that I could be confused. Ergo, class action. Let's go. You could I hate be this spot ar- on. I hate could, this article. You could be spot on. You could be spot on. This is, a, this is a, a perfectly fine idea that's now been ruined. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I do like the idea of weird giving like selling you a, a bonus 15 pack or like a 12 plus three of here's what you're going to buy. But also here's like a look at something else that we're working on. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like that with a, you know, like a, I'd love to see more breweries doing, you know, mixed 12 packs, yeah. you know, not just a, you know, here's like the one thing that you always love, but also like, here's just the rest of our product line. So you obviously love us because you're going to buy like a 12-er of this. But, you know, here's three more just so we can show you what else we make. Because you're right on, Wells. Because what do we always see? The mixed 12-pack. I have three bottles or three cans each of four different beers, two of which are turds. At least. One is always a turd. At least. But two are most likely turds. Although the, the mixed pack that I bought from Costco that we didn't talk about on Mike... Not a box turd in it, which sure. was mind-blowing to me because well, I really expected it. But, I mean, if you've got an IPA box, I mean, come on. There still could be a turd IPA out there. 
Come on. But not like, you know, the the days of the berry wheat from Sam Adams. Oh, God. Or the chocolate... No, not the chocolate bock. Was it the chocolate bock that I'm thinking of? That I one like was the chocolate bock. That was my own opinion. It was the berry... The berry one was real bad. Yeah, the berry wheat was really bad. Oh, the their, cherry, the their ch- weird fizz wig or whatever the fuck they called oh, it. Oh, right. fizz wig. Yeah, oh, God. Not your favorite? No. Okay. No. Not at all. Man, I do miss, like, you know, that, excuse me, is one thing that, obviously, as you get deeper into this world, you don't see as much anymore of, here's a mix pack from a brewery. It's, here's my $40 or $20, let's be realistic, four pack. And it's like, can you, like, even in a four pack, why can you not just give me four different beers or two and two? Why like, do I- here's the two that I know you want. Here's something else that you might like. Why did I have to pay a premium at my bottle shop to make my own four pack when a brewery could have done it for me just as easily? Yeah. Especially when you're making a lot of different things. Like it wouldn't kill you to do that every once in a while. But then again, you know, if it ain't broke. I mean, I guess, well, as somebody who's worked at multiple breweries, Mm -hmm. breweries, how much of a pain in the ass would that be? I mean, you'd have to get packaging approval for... Uh, like if you had a mixed pack going on, like that. But, but let's let's pretend it's the four pack hanger. You've already got label approval, right? Like, so let's say that you make IPA B and you make Stout A. Yeah, you've already got label approval. Can yeah. you not just stick two and two there? No. no. Okay. No, you've got to go get. I mean, it's doesn't cost much, but you'd have to get a new approval for like the new the combo new. four pack. Okay, gotcha. I was just curious. I didn't know if it's so negligible, though. Like, so then why don't it's just a? I mean, look, logistically, it's pain in the butt when you can keep okay. like that. That's when, what I was when asking. you can just put all of one thing in this type of packaging and all the other thing in the other. But then you've suddenly got to be like, all right, two of you goes in here. The two. It's just it's just more difficult. Okay, but I mean, it's feasible. It's just a pain in the ass. Is what you're saying? Yeah, I guess. Okay, I was just curious, like. Like I said, I didn't know if I'd have to get new label approval or if I could just, you know, clicky, 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 clicky. And no, you just have, you'd have to do Oh, pack. come on. Like, anything is ever that easy. I know. I know. I know. You would have to get, like, a new carrier approved. Like a four-pack or whatever. Gotcha. Yeah, because I think we had this similar type of conversation where we were talking, maybe it was last year, around the Spectrum series for mm-hmm. Mold Hickory. Because it was like, you know, getting these in 12-ounce bottles and getting, like, a mixed four-pack would be clutch. Yeah. Would be pretty cool. Would be. Not my problem anymore. Yep. <laughs> Not my problem anymore. <laughs> yep, it's all good. All right, Hater, we ready for break? Let's do it. We'll be back in 30. Providing by Wells. How does that work? Well, we've been drinking beers uh, throughout this show's recording, and we're going to let you know in simple terms what we think of them. It's called buy or no buy. Either we will spend our hard-earned money, or we wouldn't. So, Jeff, first beer up. Us off. 
uh, from Free Range Brewing here in Charlotte. Susie was a real peach. A Carolina croissant with peaches. Mm-hmm. Not, uh, not well versed in the croissant world. This was um, underwhelming for me. I, there was some peach there. I, I just, I don't, I don't see myself going after this for any reason. Um, it may be very good for the style. I don't know. I, like I said, I'm, I'm not super experienced with grisettes. So, um, think a lighter farmhouse ale with a heavy dose of wheat. Okay, then that that matches. That tracks. Then again, I'm sure it's good for the style. I just didn't. I don't. I don't want to need any more of it. So it's a no buy for me. Wells. Well, it is good for the style, and it's got a nice little dose of peaches. So I'm not looking to be, like, blown away, but I am looking to just enjoy something in the heat, and this brings it for me. I am a buy. Josh, what do you think? Millions of peaches. Peaches aren't for me. I fucking hate peaches, and I hope they would not exist. Peaches is the grossest fucking flavor on the face of the planet. What? I cannot stand peaches. I don't like their... The way they fucking feel, I hear, it grosses me out. I hear the, you. The way they taste grosses me out. I hear uh, you, and I will raise you candy banana. <clears throat> that is the worst flavor. Well, I mean, no banana tastes like it actually should anymore because we've GMO'd the fuck out of the banana. Well, you want bananas, don't you? I mean, I don't, but Sometimes. I only wonder if I can put it on my punch burger. Like, <laughs> frozen banana might be occasionally good, but that's about it. No, le- legit... Peaches, I do not like. I do not like their texture. I don't like their taste. I don't know what it is about peaches. That was an immediate hate drink for me. Like, I forgot the dump bucket or it had been a dump. Damn. I, if, I, if I had known, I would have kept this damn beer at home. I'm sorry. I hate peaches, man. I just do. Like, and she'll try to buy, like, peach can in them. No. 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 And peach is one of those that it's, it's kind of, for me, it's like raspberries. When it when they use real peaches and, and I feel like Free Range did, it's fine. But like the second they start going even remotely artificial, yeah, like that is that is the worst. That's why I won't buy most peach beers because they just like you don't know what you're gonna get. Yep. All right, sorry, peach well, flavor. Didn't mean to hate all over that beer. You can have the rest. Okay, <laughs> Jeff. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up. Uh, thanks to Chris for sending in uh, some beer from El Segundo. Do you remember if this was one of the ones that he was all excited about because it won something? Or is that the, that's the yeah, last one? It probably is. I don't know. He's all excited about El Segundo. I know there's like, a, there's like an email or something like that. You should yeah. probably go back and read it. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> um, but El Segundo's uh, Great Cut, an American IPA. Um, man, super fresh and crisp and bright. And I, I, I find it hard to dislike anything that El Segundo makes thus far. Maybe Chris is just sending us only the good stuff. Hard to say. What's wrong with that? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not going to complain because he's sending stuff. Um, cut through the haze. Uh, and, and, and the kicker is, this is a month old. Nice. And this thing drinks like it's a great, fresh, super clear, clean, nice West Coast Man, I just really like it. Big buy for me. Wells? Hmm. He's, he's taking another Good look. Lord. I mean, that is like crystal clear. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a different glass than the peach beer. 
but I've still get like a lot of peachiness to it. Um, I think it's fine, but it's nothing like, oh my God, I've got to have more of this in my life. So uh, fine IPA, but I'm not in for more. Josh. So for a, a brewery that, in my eyes, my honest opinion, was in, a gimmick in brewery. In your eyes? Well, they got big because they were a gimmick brewery. Yes. Right? I mean, like... It, like, I'd never heard of them sucks, before. Which sucks, right? Because like, we all know that cannot be the case. Yes. What was the gimmick? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, okay. He, he teamed up with them. He made the Broken Skull IPA. And, and immediately I was like... I'm in. Yeah, I need I don't to care. try this in my life. Give it to me. Give, give it all to me, and that's the bottom line. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. But but that to me is the, the the purest definition of a gimmick brewery that they made a collaboration beer. They cashed in on somebody else's name. They got nothing else to follow up with it, and yet there's been one beer that I think we were divided on of theirs. Yeah, I've I for one have enjoyed all their stuff. It, well, well, and I was going to say. Um, I'm I'm with Wells in the sense that I would know by this. It's not necessarily a, a terrible beer by any stretch of the imagination. But what surprises me is the fact that this is, in my eyes, or at least was, a gimmick brewery yeah. that has all of a sudden like not turned into a gimmick brewery. Like, and they won some stuff at GABF. I want to say, yeah, they did. So, like, it, of, it, I know it's this just, last one. I think they did right. Yeah, and it's just amazing to me that you know sometimes. You can have this brewery that you've never fucking heard of ever, and then you're like, "Oh, I'm a '90s wrestling nerd, and Stone Cold's gonna make a beer with him." Okay, cool. And now, like, you have him, and you're like, "All right, maybe there's a little bit more to this place than I really gave them credit for." And we know Chris just sends it so he can get the beer, the uh, the wrestling gifts, right? Yeah. Like, it's all about Chris and the wrestling gifts. That's all he really cares about. Yeah, that's all he ever wants is wrestling gifts. Uh, that's about grown men manhandling each other in tights that appeals to Chris so readily. All right, I great, great cut was a one-off. Okay. Did I? Next, next time around. Okay. Um, but the the last the last beer we've got on did win. Okay, so. I mean, and so, uh, that, that uh, kind of tracks. I mean, like I said, again, not a bad buy, made buy beer. or no buy. Uh, I'm going to no buy it. Not a bad made beer by any stretch of the imagination. Just didn't do it for me. It's yeah. Next beer up. All right. Next beer up. Um, thanks uh, to Scott and Spokane for sending us some beer from the old schoolhouse brewery in Winthrop. I'm not really sure where Winthrop is, uh, but this is uh, one of those. Uh, fresh hop beers. We're back on that train for a second. Uh, this is the Hop Massager, fresh hop IPA, unfiltered West Coast, and yet, I mean, it's not like haze for days. Um, I keep going back to this. I, it's bright and citrusy, and I'm just really enjoying it a lot. It's got a little bit of uh, maybe Simcoe at the end, um, but I like it a lot. I'm going to buy. Wells? It reminds me of like a like an inflatable beach ball or a pool float. As in, like there's just a certain kind of artificial taste to it that hmm. just doesn't, like a very plasticky, like <laughs> whatever. Um, do it on the ground. Man, do you even Happy vapor? birthday to the ground. Uh no, I, I. He's not a part of your system. I actively just 
don't like this beer very much. So more for you. I will not be fighting you for the dregs. Okay. Uh, Josh. Now made with real plastic. No, I didn't get any plastic out of it. it That's fine. I mean, maybe I'm just broken, but... You know. No, no, no. That, that was a very unique description of a beer that I don't think I've ever heard before. It it's tastes a like It tastes like a beach ball. Hey, all right. I, I've not actively ate a beach ball or drank one, but... but, but no, you, no, I, I know exactly what you mean. I don't say the last time I drank a beach ball... <sighs> Never mind. No, I, I really do like this one. It's nice, citrusy, it's bright, it's fresh. Yeah, Big bite for me. The shots, it's like one part red, one part white, one part... There. All right, bite for me next beer up. Okay, next beer up. Um, one more fresh hop from um, the left coast. This is uh, Old Schoolhouse Breweries. Oh, there's that map with Winthrop on it. It is... The northern... It's in a place. The northern central portion of Washington... Uh, this is Kapow Fresh Hop. Um, I don't like this one as much as the last one. It's good, but um, this one's kind of lingering in, a, in, in not a great way. It's overstaying its welcome. I like the other one. This one, um, I'm going to know by this one. Wells? Uh, I think you and I are just on different sides of the coin on this because you like the last one but not this and I love this one this this was there wasn't a dump bucket so I had to get through a whole uh, inner tubes worth of, of beer but uh, but but thankfully this was waiting for me on the other end this was a, a an eyebrow razor for me this was big flavor um I, I really, really enjoyed this. So, solid buy. Josh? I think they were both good in their own ways. Like, last one was very citrusy, very piney. This one's a little bit more earthy, but it's still got some nice, like, kind of on the back of the tongue, a little bit of resin. Not like the <clears throat> the big resin kick that was a Fremont, but... Whoop, that was a special one. That was, but this has still got a nice... Like, I, I'm, I've got a good tongue coating right now of... A good hop resin presence. So, absolute. Bye. Final beer up? Final beer a, a up. good tongue coating. Yep. There's the episode. Um, final beer up uh, from Chris. Uh, this is one we were talking about earlier. Uh, El Segundo's Hammerland Double IPA, which won gold at GABF for double IPAs. So, it's a gold standard IPA. Is this, this what, one? Is what mm-hmm. we're saying. Yeah. And, um, man, I totally get it. 8.6%. Um, it is crisp. It's bitter. It isn't like sometimes you get those double IPAs that are just overly malty. This is like, I know I, I wax poetic about the old days of stone. Th- this is right there in that wheelhouse. I freaking love this beer. I would, this would be my fridge beer. Absolutely. Hands down. Wells. Oh, it's, it's quite lovely. And Quite sneaky for an 8.6. Yes. Yeah, I could see myself getting in trouble. This reminded me a lot of, in terms of just sheer drinkability, that we had with the Pliny for President. Right. It's Here's a double IPA that is just going to whisper enough sweet nothings in your ear until you're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, this is really good. This has a lot of bite to it. Um. <laughs> This is great. 
I'm a buyer. What do you think, Josh? So Hated again, it. <laughs> no, so again, we talked about El Segundo being a gimmick brewery in my eyes. Yet, that was the rep that we gave them. At least in my on, head, I did. Based on very little knowledge of who they were and what they were about. Yes, All 100%. we knew was, here's this brewery on the other side of the country. Chris has that easy... We only, yeah. we only have heard of them because Chris has easy access yeah. in Broken Skull IPA. Yep. And now it's just like, holy shit, like, this is fucking amazing. Like, man, I hate... God, I... I I, you know how much I like this stuff? I'd be willing to go hang out with Chris to get some more. <laughs> I mean, I hang out with Chris all the time on FaceTime, so, you know, whatever. Like, that 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 part. We FaceTime. We friends. We friends. No, not, here, not here, here is my bold statement, gentlemen. Yes? If this and Babymaker were standing next to each other... In a beer fridge? I'd take this. I'd take this all day long. Yeah. I love Baby Maker. And Baby like, Maker has been a fridge beer of mine for a hot minute now. But like Baby Maker is a heavier, like, it just sits heavier. This is crisp and light. And I don't, like, I, I would not turn away Baby Maker, but. No, no, no. No, I never would turn away Baby Maker. But man, if, if, I, if I was at my local beer store and all of a sudden it's like oh hey here's some baby maker here's this i'm reaching for this yeah. like damn that is a level changer a level changer or that changer it, Shut up. okay and and here's the kicker it's a month old it's two months old holy shit and this is kicking my ass at two months old wow all right, that's impressive. imagine if chris sent us fresh beer i know right what a jerk jesus how Christ. insensitive that's all right. I say that knowing full well that I've had beer sitting on my shelf for six months. It's like three and a half. Okay, but like right. none of it is hoppy, right? Like okay, none oh, of it's okay. hoppy. All right, well, it's, then it's like it's like three barrel aged Revolution cans. Okay, and a couple local sours. Okay, so well like, then that's fine. Who cares? Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Not it's even fine. in the same genre. All right. Uh, is there even a question? We gushed all over the El Segundo beer. Yeah, I mean, like that that Hammerland like, is what I'm tapping because Wells, I would love to have a keg of that. K-Pal, for sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm tapping that. Okay. All right. Okay. Yep. I mean, Hammerland was like really good, but that K-Pal just kind of took it for me. And it was a close edge. And who knows? Maybe if Chris had managed to send us a fresher bottle, I would <laughs> I mean, I'm giving them a little bit of shit, but I think I'm coming off mean, so. Uh, I don't know. I, I just really enjoyed the cape out, and they'd be hey. stand up a little straighter after that hot massager. Hey, we all like what we like, right? Yep. Th yeah, I get to drink the rest of this? Are you serious? That's great. That's great. I mean, that's the fun I part. I got of you, the, fam. Yeah, that is thanks. the fun part of the show that we've been doing for almost seven years at this point. We don't always line up on opinions. Like, honestly, I kind of like it when we don't clean sweep stuff, to be honest, yeah. because I feel like we might get a little too into each other's, like, I know what you like, I know what you like, I'm only going to bring stuff on that at least one of you is going to like. Yeah, now I know not to bring anything with peaches yeah. in it. Don't ever again, fuck. please. I, I, no, no, bring peaches. No, <laughs> fuck peaches. It's sours. Like, very acidic sours with peaches. Yeah, please. I'm going to go get some Upland peach. Oh, went on God. Kiwi Lambic. Yeah, no. I know. I know. Look, I know. Bring it on the show. Let's make all our teeth fall out. Oh, 
No thanks. I have never had anything like that to this day. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. But I mean, like I said, that's just kind of the fun part about the shows. Right. Even as long as we've done it, sometimes we get in each other's heads. We know who likes what, so we we try to match that. But then then we we get listener submitted beer, and and sometimes it's just like, Uh blows our fucking minds. Yeah, and and like, you know, we had that last, or two shows ago, and sometimes we just have those where it's just like, for one of us, nothing lines up. Yep. Wells is probably the more agreeable out of the three of us. But it's because I'm only going to bring things in for the most part. Yeah, you're if, right. Unless I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, me and Josh can be like very stubborn and obstinate and just like, nah, bro. Yeah, nah, bro. I'm not, I'm not drinking any of this shit. And that's what makes it fun. And then like setting the lineup for this show, I was already excited and then Chris's porch bomb showed up at like noon and I'm like, oh, dang. And I texted Josh. And I'm like, my dude. Yeah. So. Yeah, I did. We, Chris and I were texting. He's like, it's not going to show up before recording. I'm like, that's fine. We can yeah. move it all to the next one. We, we have plenty. And, and I felt bad because most of what I moved up or moved out to the next recording is all Wells' stuff. Yeah. But it's all stuff that's like, you know, barley wines and stouts and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, these wait. things will keep. Yeah, they will. All right, they, so. They, they won't fall apart until next week. Right. We are at the end of the show. Where are we at? Uh, come find us on the interwebs, crapbearcast.com. Uh, if you are interested in being a part of our listener-supported uh, show beer, hit us up uh, via email, contact crapbearcast.com, or slide into our DMs at cbcast. Or, you know, just if you've got something that you'd like to hear us ramble on about, it's a good way to get a hold of us and let us know. Um, meanwhile, can they find you anywhere in the wells? If you've got something you really want to hear me ramble on about, uh, reach out to me on, t- on Twitter at all the wells and uh, on Instagram, too. I'm not posting very frequently over there, but you know, no, all you I, do is send me messages and I'm like, I, I don't even I know bro I'm up. I only log on to Instagram because I get an email that says all the wills sent you a message. And I'm like, son of a, my wife. <sighs> yes, bro. Well, I am up. That was so worth it. It was, it was good stuff. Good. Josh, where can they find you? Uh, they can't anymore. It's fine. Uh, what? yeah, no, I mean you can, but good luck getting through the echo chamber. Although, uh, rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, whatever you like. Uh, iTunes is really sadly the only one that matters, and it shouldn't because Apple could give a fuck about podcasts, but whatever. Uh, we also have a subreddit slash r slash craftbeercast. Give us show ideas, news stories, all that fun stuff, whatever you want to do. Tell a friend. Tell somebody, hey, I've listened to this shit for seven years. I don't know why. I'm going to subject you to it, too. I hate myself so much. It's time. It's your turn. Yeah, it's your turn to hate yourself, too. Uh, Other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday.